This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have an overcast sky. It's 48 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday. It's the 20th of October, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we'll see sunshine today. Warm afternoon, a high of 81. Clouds moving back in tonight. Not as cold overnight tonight. Low down to 59. We'll have sunshine and a high of 77 on Thursday. Clear Thursday night, low down to 51. And on Friday, sunny skies and a high of 75. Now we've got slight chances of rain Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. But that's about it for our seven-day outlook. Right now we have overcast skies and 48 degrees at the KVOM studios. And we want to send out congratulations to our employee of the day for today, It's Gina Wilcutt with MedTech EMS. Taking a look at obituary announcements this morning, Thomas D. Johannes, age 49, died October 15th. He was a 22-year resident of Moralton and was employed by Haynesville Wireline of Damascus in the gas industry. He is survived by his wife, Angie Johannes of Moralton, sons Tommy Johannes of Moralton and Thomas Brannon of Lone Oak, daughter Emily Murphy of Moralton, stepchildren Alex Owens of Moralton and Isabella Clark of Alabama, one brother and eight grandchildren. Memorial service for Thomas D. Johannes will be held Thursday, October 21st from 6 to 8 p.m. at Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home in Moralton. Arrangements are by Rosewood Cremations of Moralton. Dell Strachner, age 84, of Cleveland, died on Friday, October 15th, Funeral service will be held this afternoon at 1 o'clock at the Harris Chapel with Brother David Overstreet officiating. Burial will be at Old Liberty Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Joanne Thomas Whitaker, age 82, died October 16th in Moralton. Arrangements are by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.33 and let's turn to news this morning. The Moralton City Council has agreed to move forward with a bond issue that will include funding to purchase the former bowling alley and skating rink and reopen those facilities to the public after an extensive renovation to the building. The council agreed to the plan during a budget meeting Monday night. The bond issue will generate $1.8 million for the city, and Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says about $1 million of that will go toward the purchase of the bowling alley. First, we'll have the Bolinelli inspected before we purchase it, you know, to make sure there's not any major things that, that are hidden that we're, that we're overlooking. But uh, the Bolinelli is going to have the bowling and skating. The bowling side will be totally redone with new uh, machines, g- bump outs in the gutters for kids, uh, new balls, new seating, new flooring. It will be a place to come to for families and, and individuals to have a good time, have birthday parties. You know, it, it's going to be great. I don't think we've offered anything that's brought more excitement to the city of Marlton than this right here. When the mayor first posted on social media about the possibility of the city purchasing the bowling alley, the post received over 3,000 likes and comments, most of which he says were very supportive of the idea. But other ideas sprung from those comments, like the addition of pickleball courts and redoing the tennis courts, which the mayor says will also be included in the bond issue. And so we want you to know that we read your comments, and part of this bond issue will be building four pickleball courts over by the walking trail. 
We'll be redoing the tennis courts. We'll be doing more paving, which is always a big deal, and then in the bowling alley. So we want you to know that we weren't just one track on the bowling alley. We did listen to see those comments. The mayor also announced Monday the city has hired its new Parks and Recreation Director. Cassie Nanny comes from Fairfield Bay, where she worked in recreation for over 10 years. Lipsmeyer says Nanny has experience working with the bowling alley and in the restaurant business, making her a great fit for the future of the city's parks department. 7.35 with overcast skies, it's 48 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 81 with sunshine, KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737, overcast and 48 degrees at the KVOM studios. Conway County native Matt Stell is set to perform his latest hit, That Ain't Me No More, on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert's Late Show Music Online series Friday. Check out at Colbert Late Show to watch the newly launched digital feature. Matt also recently appeared on Let's Take It Outside, Deep Sea Fishing in Florida with host Misty Wells. The episode recently aired on World Fishing Network and will re-air December 1st. Last week, Matt dropped a brand new track called Boyfriend Season as his current single, That Ain't Me No More, continues to ascend the country radio charts. With more than 470 million cumulative streams across his catalog to date, That Ain't Me No More follows Matt's back-to-back number ones Platinum Certified Track, Prayed For You, and Gold Certified Everywhere But On. As one of only eight debut country artists in the last six years to have their first two singles top the charts, Matt celebrated the success as one of Country Radio Seminar's 2021 New Faces of Country Music Class. The Arkansas Department of Health and Department of Education have revised the quarantine protocols for students and staff In K-12 public schools in Arkansas, Governor Asa Hutchinson announced the changes Tuesday, citing school administrators' concerns about a loss of education due to student quarantines. The first revision the governor announced is that the definition of a close contact in a school setting is changed from within six feet for 15 minutes to within three feet for 15 minutes. And that's a significant change that will help our schools minimize Uh, the quarantining, uh, and balance that with the needs of the public health uh, with the students. The second revision is that the test-to-stay protocols now apply to extracurricular activities instead of only applying to the school day. The governor added that vaccination and being masked are the most important tools to avoiding quarantine. The state health department reported 661 new cases of COVID-19 in the state Tuesday, with a reduction of 99 in the number of active cases. Two new cases were reported in Conway County, where the number of active cases increased from 21 on Monday to 22 on Tuesday. Perry County also had two new cases reported, but the number of active cases declined by two for the day to 19. 
No new deaths were recorded in either county. There were 19 deaths recorded across the state, though. The number of patients hospitalized in Arkansas declined by 16 Tuesday, and just over 7,200 doses of the vaccine were administered. A first-year construction technology student at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton has been awarded two construction-specific scholarships. Kayla Nolan was the recipient of the National Association of Women in Construction Greater Little Rock Chapter 12 Scholarship in the amount of $500, as well as the Build Your Future Scholarship from the National Center for Construction Education and Research in the amount of $2,000. Kayla is one of 10 students across the U.S. to receive the Build Your Future Scholarship in 2021. Despite no formal training prior to attending UACCM or family history with construction, Nolan has excelled in the construction field, both academically and professionally. As a student member of NAWIC Greater Little Rock Chapter 12, Nolan has met other women in the field of construction and found support both as a student and future colleague. Regardless of possible challenges women in construction may face, Nolan encourages others to consider construction technology as a career path. She says she has received a tremendous amount of support through organizations such as NAWIC, and from others who have faced similar challenges. Arkansas Attorney General Leslie Rutledge is reminding Arkansans about the importance of the upcoming Prescription Drug Take-Back Day on Saturday, October 23rd. The biannual event is an opportunity for Arkansans to clean out their medicine cabinets, taking any unused or expired medications to one of the state's more than 270 drop-off locations from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. At the April 2021 Prescription Drug Take-Back Day, Arkansas collected the ninth largest amount of medications in the nation, totaling over 28,700 pounds. The take-back event will be held at various locations across the state, but year-round locations are also available and include the Moralton Police Department and the Perry County Sheriff's Office. Since the program began, more than 72 tons of medication have been collected in Arkansas, which is an estimated 201 million individual pills. Now 742, let's check our market report. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, stocks rallied today on strong company earnings performance. Utilities and communication services led the way, while the consumer discretionary sector lagged. The U.S. 10-year yield is again above 1.6% and a sign that investors are pricing in strong economic growth and chances of a Federal Reserve rate hike. International indexes in Europe and Asia were higher, and the dollar was weaker against a basket of currencies. The Dow closed at 35,457, up 198 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,129, up 107 points. Volume was light as 727 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up 26 cents at $25.59. Bank of America was up $0.20 cents at $46.48. Centerpoint Energy was down $0.03 cents at $26.16. Deering Company was up $11.25 at $343.09. Energy Corporation was up $0.29 cents at $102.06. Under Armour was down $0.09 cents at $17.85. Simmons Bank was down $0.15 cents at $30.16. Regions Financial was up $0.25 at $22.82. Southwestern Energy was up $0.11 at $4.97. Tyson Foods was up $0.67 at $80.10. Walmart was up $3.01 at $144.69. 
Live Ramp was up $1.03 at $53.47. Interpublic Group was up $0.10 at $38.26. Nextera Energy was up $1.04 at $82.03. Natural Gas was up $0.07 at $5.06. Precious Metals were higher. Gold was up $4.30 at $1,770. Silver was up $0.47 at $23.74. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the Nemo Vista School District will hold parent-teacher conferences for grades K-12 through on Thursday. The Nemo Vista School Board will hold a special meeting Thursday at 5 in the Administration Building. Community Service Youth Foundation will present Todd and Leanne Haynes with the annual Steve Wilbanks Award for Outstanding Service to Youth Thursday night at 6 at the Rialto Community Arts Center in downtown Moralton. Attendees will enjoy live music from Rodney Block, drinks, food, and a silent auction. Tickets are $50 each. Those can be purchased online at csiyouth.com. The Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7. And the Conway County Library will host Halloween Craft Time this Saturday morning at 11. The event is free, but spots are limited. You can reserve your space by calling 501 354-5204. Well, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's Newswatch on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 746, overcast in 48 degrees at the KVOM studios. Our morning news watch continues with sports and weather after this. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswalker of Sports. I'm Eric Tyler, former Perryville High School basketball standout and current athletics director at the University of Mississippi. Keith Carter will be honored Thursday, November 4th, with the dedication of the court at the Perryville High School Gymnasium in his name. Following his distinguished playing career with the Mustangs, Carter was a four year starter for Ole Miss from 1995 through 1999, earning second team All Southeastern Conference honors as a junior and first team honors as a senior. Carter was also named an Honorable Mencken All-American by the Associated Press in 1999. Following his college career, Carter played professionally in several American leagues before settling into a successful career in Italy. After his playing career, Carter joined the Ole Miss Athletic Department in 2009 and was named Executive Director of the school's Athletic Foundation. Following Ross Bjork's resignation as Athletic Director, Carter was named to the post on an interim basis, and that interim tag was removed November 20, 2019. Now, guest speakers for the November 4th ceremony include former Ole Miss coach Rob Evans and former Perryville coach H.C. Wallace. There will be a reception at 5 p.m. that day for Keith and his family and friends in the Perryville cafeteria, and the dedication ceremony at the gymnasium will begin at approximately 6.30 in between the junior high maroon gray games and the senior high maroon gray games. And everyone, of course, invited to that special event. 
The Marlton High School volleyball team secured the 4A Central Conference Championship outright with the win over Heber Springs in three sets on Tuesday at Devil Dog Arena. Marlton wraps up regular season play against Clarksville on Thursday. Junior Sam Reynolds had a tip-in at the buzzer to give Wonderview's senior boys basketball team a 42-41 win over County Line in overtime in the Daredevil season opener Tuesday night in Branch. Senior Caleb Squires led the Daredevils with 23 points. Reynolds followed with 12. Wonderview's senior girls got a 50-23 win over the Lady Indians behind 16 points from sophomore Layla Terry. Wonderview also won the junior girls game 23-11. Wonderview will play its home opener on Friday against Lisa Academy North with junior boys and senior high games scheduled. Nemo Vista's senior girls improved to 2-0 on the season with the win over Concord on the road last night. The senior boys suffer their first loss of the season. Nemo Vista's junior girls also lost their game. Nemo Vista returns home to face Shirley on Friday for junior girls and senior high games. And that is our sports this morning. All right, Eric, thank you for those sports updates here on this Wednesday morning. We've got nine and a half minutes in front of the hour of 8 o'clock as we turn to weather for you now. We've got mostly sunny skies today. Going to be probably the warmest day of the week, our high of 81 expected. Then tonight, increasing clouds, low down to 59. For Thursday, sunshine, uh, warm, but not quite as warm. A high of 77 Thursday. Then Thursday night, mostly clear, low down to 51. Friday, sunny and 75. Friday night, we've got a slight chance of rainfall, a low down to 56. Very slight chance again Saturday, warming back up to 79 degrees. And then Sunday, as we begin the new week, uh, we'll be back in the 80s, a high of 82 expected Sunday with another slight chance of rainfall. Taking a look at current conditions here at the KVOM studios, our humidity is at 100%. Our wind speed is from the north at 3 miles per hour, barometric pressure at 30.14 inches. Dew point, 50 degrees. Our visibility is at 10 miles. The low this morning, 46 degrees. The high yesterday, 77. The low a year ago, 61, with a high of 84. No rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios, so our total will remain at 40.10 inches for the year. Sunset tonight, 6.30, and sunrise tomorrow morning, 7.22, when you join us just before Newswatch right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, it's fair and 50 degrees right now at the KVOM studios at 751. Our Wednesday morning edition of News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Once again, you're listening to KVOM's Wednesday morning edition of News Watch at 7.53 with fair skies and 50 degrees at the KVOM studios. We're back this morning with our close-up segment, visiting with Jesse Bergener on behalf of the Rialto Community Arts Center. Jesse, good morning. How are you today? Hey, doing well. Great to have you here with us. And, of course, uh, we've been uh, talking about this a little bit. Of course, we uh, talked about it when the audition uh, process uh, began as well, kind of getting the word out there. But it's just about time to present performances of the latest murder mystery dinner theater, Ghoul Fellas. Uh, Now, that's uh, coming up not this weekend, but next weekend. Jesse, uh, tell us about the show. 
Okay, so the basic premise is you've got this character. He's the son of Dracula, and he's gathered all his buddies together. There's werewolves and mummies and uh, witches and all the like, just Halloween kind of creatures and stuff like that. He's gathered them all together for this festival they have on like a yearly basis. But this time around, he's invited humans, and that's kind of much to the chagrin of all his friends and such. Gotcha. All right. Well, sounds like it'll be a very, very uh, interesting show. Now, it's going to be a dinner theater, and it's been uh, a little while since we've been able to do that uh, at the Rialto. Tell us what people can expect. Okay, so if you've ever been to any in the past, this is a very interactive experience. You're definitely going to be... Contrary to like how we do it, where like on the stage is just presenting it to everybody. This is you are part of the show. You're technically kind of like a character in the show, and the character, all the actors are going to interact with you like you are a member of the show. So you can just play around with that, or um, then all along the way, there's eventually going to be a murder, and you're going to have to try to figure out who's responsible. Okay, exciting. Well, that's uh, great. And uh, do we have a menu lined up just yet for that? We do. I know we're having um, a salad and then lasagna and green beans, I believe, courtesy of Teresa Palladino. I cannot remember dessert right now. Okay. <laughs> well, it, well, if Teresa's cooking, I, I guarantee it's going to be good. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a given. Definitely, definitely. Well, again, uh, folks, this show is coming up on uh, Friday and Saturday. That's not uh, this weekend, but the uh, 29th and 30th, uh, right there, just before Halloween. And uh, Jesse, tell us uh, about tickets and where folks can get those. You can go to RialtoMorrelton.com, and tickets can be purchased online, and I believe they're also selling them at the courthouse, too, if um, you don't prefer to go digitally. But, um, yeah, you can get those, I think, all the way up to the end of the day on Wednesday of next week. So you got a whole nother week to get them. Okay, exciting. It's twenty-five dollars well, a piece. Sorry. <laughs> all right, you're fine. That's fine. Uh, excited about uh, Ghoul Fellas uh, there at the uh, Rialto Community Arts Center again. Twenty-five dollars a ticket, and uh, again, you need to purchase those uh, by next Wednesday, a week from today. Uh, uh, Jesse, break a leg. Uh, best of luck to you there at the uh, the show this year, and uh, ho- hope it's a great one. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. Again, uh, we've been visiting this morning with Jesse Bergener on behalf of the Rialto Community Arts Center at 756, and this is Newswatch. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning Newswatch, the podcast edition.